everybody and welcome to Podcast episode 86. Tonight I am joined, or today, I'm joined with by Stephen, aka Ninja Catfish. Hello. And Daniel, aka Flame Condor. Hello. Okay, so we'll get straight back, straight into it. Uh, first of all, we'll start off with probably the biggest news probably to come out of this this podcast is um, that Marth has been confirmed to be returning in Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS. They haven't really shown off much. I mean, he looks pretty similar, just looking at the screenshots and stuff. I assume this means we could probably count out... I feel like this means we could stop with the other Fire Emblem characters, but... Um, well, they usually have two Fire Emblem characters. Yeah, true. Yeah, but they've also said they're going to cut down on character counts and sort of have fewer characters that are very similar, so yeah. I would imagine... Yeah, who knows? I'm I down with Personally, I would have preferred, like... I think his name Crom, like the main guy Prom. from Awakening. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that would yeah. be more, more topical. It, it'd make more sense. I mean, also, I mean, maybe like a female character from Awakening, just to up the female character count. Well, I think there is a certain female character who would yeah. fit perfectly in this role. But anyone who hasn't played Awakening, I won't spoil it. But, um, yeah, I think <laughs> that they should have gone with that as well. And maybe had like a, I don't know, like a Zelda sheet kind of set up, maybe, so you like appease everyone who is angry that Mark won't be in it or something. Yeah, so Mark will be in the game. We still don't have a date for it. I mean, I, I mean I'm sure it's next year, but I guess we'll It's got to be next year. You would hope so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see. Moving on to Pokemon news, and the Pokemon Bank was revealed, I think, at a Nintendo Direct some time ago, and we knew that, you know, it's a service where you can basically store your Pokemon on the internet and also transfer them for, from black and white and black and white version 2. And it basically lets you store up to 3,000 Pokemon. Um, I'm not 100% sure how much you can store in the game itself. I do know it keeps expanding, though, depending on how many Pokemon th- you catch. So I don't know when it stops. I think it's a maximum yeah. of 24 boxes, from what I hear. Uh, also, okay. doesn't doesn't the Pokemon bank allow you to upload stuff from older Pokemon games? I just said that. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'll yeah, black down. and white. <laughs> Um, just, yeah. just black and white, or the other DS as, ones. Well, as far as I'm aware, the only way that they can do it is through black and white and black and white version two. I don't know how it does it. It's called Pokey Transporter. I assume this. I don't know. If yeah, it's like it. a companion app that interacts with black and white and black and white two to, I don't know, extract the information from them or something. Yeah, kind of sucks. You can't, you can't get them from, um, from Soul Silver and the Diamond and Pearl games. I mean, I'm sure you could if you really wanted to. You could just keep, you know, transferring them from that all the way to the Be a black long, complicated one. process. Going by that logic, you can still get it from the Game Boy Advance games. Well, that's what I'm more Correct. If you really wanted to, you could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to stop Daisy anything. chain all the way back. You could. Well, that's what you have to do if you want to. But anyway. <laughs> so we knew that it was going to be a, that Pokemon Bank would have a paid subscription, but we didn't really know what the price would be. And so if you download the application by January 31st, uh, you get a free 30-day trial. And then following that, the service costs $6.50 a year, which I don't think is that bad. No, I reckon it's a fine price. I mean, pretty reasonable. you know, for a year subscription, it's pretty cheap compared to other things. But then again, it's it's also something that I see having a fairly niche sort of user base. I yeah. can't see myself using it, but yeah, I, mean, I can I see either. some people that might. But I, as, as you were saying, I, I think that because it is such a niche user base, the people who want this mini Pokemon or need this storage would be willing to pay it more so. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it'll be good for people who might go through and play through the game multiple times. They can just transfer their entire game's worth of boxes into the Pokemon bank, start the game over, and they haven't lost all the Pokemon that they didn't like transfer to someone else's game for temporary storage or something. Yeah, I'm more just excited for like 
to get old Pokemon. I mean, I, I want like a Cyndaquil and stuff. Yeah, that's probably the best. I'd start, I mean, I, if I was... Church week. Yeah, I, I agree, pretty much. <laughs> On top of that, Pokemon X and Y has... Uh, Nintendo Australia also announced that it sold over 100,000 copies in Australia in one weekend, making it one of the fastest-selling Nintendo games ever. Uh, I don't think that really competes against, say, you know... Call of Duty. Call of Duty or, or Grand Theft Auto. But I guess I I think a hundred thousand to me sounds really small over one weekend. Yeah, but that's in just Australia three days. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just so used to reading, you know, American figures. It sounds yeah. I must be too conditioned to hearing, you know, millions or hundreds of thousands in a day. But it definitely doesn't. Sort of everyone screams that that you know dedicated handheld consoles are never going to live with you know when you got multifunction iPhones and things like that. This kind of Makes me think otherwise. Yeah, that's not a small number. That's true, and I mean, I wonder how many 2DSs they sold as well. And I mean, they, as I said, it's their highest selling, you know, it's the quickest selling game they've ever had. So for Nintendo, that's a very. I mean, as you said, in an era where everyone's saying, "Oh, the handhelds are dying," but the previous Pokemon games on like the DS didn't sell this much this fast. So yeah, they sold eighty thousand copies over the first week for Black and White. That was a very... I think that pretty much came out the same time as the US one as well, so it that wouldn't have been able to be hit like by imports like Diamond and Pearl would have been. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad it was successful. Like, I would, I assume that this was successful for them. Um, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. I mean, it's really... I mean, I don't... Yeah, as I said, it's probably not really surprising. I mean, there was just so much hype building up to it. And I think a lot of people who weren't playing before going back in at this point too so it's good to see that they did well it's the first pokemon game i've completed since ruby sapphire mm. the amount of street passes i've been getting i mean animal crossing gave a pretty big bump to street passes but since pokemon's come out there i mean like it's like daily i'm getting like three or four just regularly so mm. but yeah uh, so pat on the back nintendo australia you've done something right mm. pretty much um, moving on to more eShop-related news, uh, Nintendo have announced that they will be bringing the Miiverse, Shared Shop Balances, and Nintendo Network ID, I believe, to the Nintendo 3DS next month. So basically, um, as far as I'm aware, most it's a fully functional Miiverse, right? Like, you can still you can yeah. post to communities, you can, um, you know, it's exactly the same yes. as the Wii U. I do think that there's... You, can you post screenshots? I don't know, actually. I know that it's limited. Not not every single game will have a community on there. I guess they'll probably have to retroactively patch that into games or patch it into the Miiverse or something like that. But I don't know about screenshots. That's a good question. That'd be awesome if you could. You also won't be able to send private messages over it like you can on the Wii U. Yeah, there won't be. Mm. I've read that too. And I wonder if that's a, like a response to the swap note stuff. But... Oh, uh, it's got to be. Yeah, I mean... I think you guys talked about it last week. Yeah, we but did. Yeah, it's, it's... Yeah, definitely... I don't think they want any sort of handheld device that won't be... You know, like a Wii U is something that's on the TV. Mum and Dad can look at it, but a handheld device they could play anywhere and Nintendo don't want people talking to each other like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, rather disappointingly is that the, your purchases and your downloads will not sync to your account, so it's not going to be, like, a cross-buy. You're going to have cross-buy promotions or anything like that, which I think is a little bit... Well... Annoying. I reckon that may come in the future. Yeah, I mean, as we as we've written, you know, the implementing Nintendo Network ID and sharing it across both systems is a good step forward. Yeah, and you don't have to link in it 
an idea if you don't want to, but I question why you wouldn't just want to. Well, there is a news topic coming up that might make you question why you would want well, to. Well, yes, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Segway. Yeah, it's a very smooth transition. Adding to that is that the 3DS update, once it's in place, means that you won't, allow, you won't be allowed to change your eShop region um, after you've registered the Nintendo Network ID. Some of you are probably wondering why that matters in terms of what it means for customers, I suppose, is a lot of you um, probably change the store a lot to get games that aren't classified here. Like, I'm trying to think of what the last big one was. Well, Jet, Jet Rocket. Rocket? Yeah, yeah well, Jet Rocket 2 is probably the perfect example. Um, apparently it's coming. Yeah, apparently it's coming soon, but who knows when. So, I mean... Or any game by way So, I guess if this system goes in place, um, you're not really going to be able to do that anymore, which kind of... Which really does suck. I mean, I understand maybe, you know, it's probably illegal. Is it illegal to play an unclassified game? I mean, I know Jet Rocket, you know, isn't like... No, I think it's just to purchase it in an Australian-based store, I'm thinking. I'd, I'm like, because it's not illegal to play it, it's just illegal to yeah. for someone to sell it to you, it's as far not, as I'm aware. It's not that it's been refused classification, so... It's just, yeah, not area. classified. I mean, if, if you've set your system to the UK region now, then you'll be fine once the update goes through. Yeah. But then you'll be stuck in the UK. Is there a problem with that? I don't know. <laughs> the only problem is if the exchange rate goes completely down the toilet. Yeah. I mean, that's, mm. uh, yeah, that's the other thing I can really see really bad. But who knows what will happen. Just buy points now. Yeah, we'll have to just see what. Wait and see what happens in the future, I guess. I wonder if this will extend to the Wii U as well, because, I mean, that's got the Nintendo Network ID. Yeah, you can still change the stores on there as far as I'm aware. I just did recently. Oh, really? Oh. I was under the impression once you've set your network ID up, you had to set up another network ID to change regions. Oh, well, that's, oh, yeah, right. that's what we did. Um, I've got a UK ID as well, and I can log into that if I want to download Which, I mean, actually, thinking about it, that's kind of how, like, the PS3 works. If you want to access the P- the Japanese PS3 store, you need a Japanese PSN account. So mm. Yeah, it's the kind of same similar. thing, I guess. Um, it's Yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's pretty much 100% the same. It's the same as PS3. Um, I don't know if it's in the PS4. It's definitely not on the beta, though. Yeah, I guess with the 3DS, the difference there will be that there's no... You're not going to have multiple profiles on there because it's meant to be, you know, one per person rather than a shared platform. So, yeah, basically screwed if you have your set to, you know, a country that's not the one you want it to Hopefully, be. I mean, I we've got to wait until the update comes up. But maybe we'll, we will be able to do it the PS3 way. Like, you know, maybe we have two profiles or something. But we'll see what happens, I guess. Because, oh, actually, the way that they word it makes me think they probably won't. Like, you know, you just you just yeah. need your already existing 3DS with an NNID. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't really yeah. it, You just link it. So, maybe not. Anyway, on top of that, Nintendo also announced that there's going to be a YouTube app heading to the 3DS. And it will be released alongside an update for the Wii U version of the app later this month. Now, I just want to um, qu- question... As far as I'm aware, you can view certain YouTube videos in 3D. It might it'd be nice if you could, but I'm not sure, you know, how much effort they're going to be putting onto the app for the 3DS. So it's sort of funny. Before the 3DS came out, there was like, I mean, they were showing it with um at E3, and you could watch like scenes from Avatar and mm, 3D um, what, Netflix yeah. and stuff. What was that out? What was that Owl movie? Oh, Legend, Legend of the Guardians, Guardians or yeah, whatever. They did, they did do that, and I think they kind of were like, "Oh yeah, we might bring movies to this thing if you know if it gets big." But I, I mean, I guess the, the studio either weren't keen or Nintendo thought it wasn't worth it because the screen is yeah. not the best resolution, you know, for a film. It's like two forty p. It's not really huge. But yeah, I mean, one thing it might actually be pretty cool for is for 
obviously you can view 3D trailers on the eShop, but for games that I haven't gotten on the eShop yet, it would be nice to be able to watch trailers on YouTube in 3D from YouTube. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's no firm release date, and so, I mean, mm. I'm, you know, by the time this goes up, it will, we're about 10, probably about 10 days away from the month ending, so it should be pretty soon. If, I reckon if they, if they don't do it in November, it'll be like 1st of December. Well, the Miiverse... The Miiverse to 3DS update, that's coming in December, so... Mm. Anyway. Probably around there. Yeah. It's pretty... I mean, it'd be kind of cool, you know, you can watch your videos as well on the top screen while um, searching for other things on the bottom screen, but I guess that's what you can do with. So if you don't have enough devices you can watch YouTube on, you've now exactly. got another. Hopefully it's not as rubbish as the 3DS's um, browser to navigate. So. I'm sure it will be. Here's hoping. I'm sure it will be just as bad, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, on top of that, uh, in terms of like new announcements, we kind of knew there was a new Kirby game coming, but we didn't really know it was coming this soon, especially, well, I'm assuming it will come to us at the same time. Um, Kirby Triple Deluxe, as it's called in Japan, will be releasing early next year, specifically on January 11th. The game is... I don't really know what the game's about. <laughs> I've only seen... A, it's a, a 2D a... Kirby game. It looks very, very much like a... It Return looks like it's in the Dreamland? same engine, even. Yeah, it's like Kirby's Adventure Wii, as it's named in Australia. Yeah, it's like, one. it looks very, very, like it's straight straight out of that, just sort of ported. Obviously, it's completely new content, but it looks very, very similar gameplay-wise. Yeah, it's very strange. It just came out of nowhere, I feel like. You know, they announced it less than four months ago, I reckon. And, um, you know, we're already getting it in January. I mean, I assume that this is a game that won't need much localization, so you would hope we get it, you know, before March, at the latest. Um well, I mean, you nice. sort of you sort of think of what's lined up for early next year. I mean, I think Mario Party. Yeah, for three yes, Mario Party. I think that's. And I mean, I haven't. That's sort of all I can really think of off the top so of my head that will be coming out early next. So it'd be year. really good, I reckon, if we have something. I mean, I like Kirby games. They're never that... you know difficult, but they're fun to play and they're colourful. So that pretty much wraps up the news. We'll be back after a short break, and we'll be talking about our gameplay. None of us have actually all played one game on the list today. We've all had bits and pieces. Um, so I don't think Steve's even played anything, but he's been busy. So nope. <laughs> we'll forgive him, um, maybe. <laughs> so I have only, I mean, we'll start off just quickly with probably the biggest, like, not the biggest release, but I suppose it's, you know, the <laughs> most, you know, it's from a built franchise, I guess. Um, Professor Layton and the Azran Legacy came out probably last week, I think, and I've only played about two hours of it, but I don't really have much to say, because, you know, it's not a, it's, it's a Professor Layton game. <laughs> you, um, you know, you've got this kind of, uh, you've got a story, you've got a playthrough, and you've got puzzles and stuff. Nothing has changed since Miracle Mask, like, it's the same game, just a different story. Um, I mean, obviously, new puzzles and stuff. Like the layout and navigation is exactly. I mean, the same. I, I can't say it's a hundred percent the same because I can't remember Miracle Mask. I played it. I actually played it this time last year. Um, but I would. I think it's you know it plays. There's no new like kind of innovations to the gameplay. I guess the only like the only reason I'm playing it is because I'm really interested to see what happens in the story after what happened in Miracle Mask. They kind of built it up quite well, 
And it will be kind of sad because, you know, this is the last Leighton game with Leighton in it. So I guess they'll be back too. Apparently. Yeah, well, yeah, unless they decide to somehow milk it for what it's worth. But yeah, it is pretty much the same thing. It almost sounds like they have kind of milked it because are they having games coming out on an annual basis now? It seems like they're pretty regular. The last, like, Miracle Mask was a launch game in Japan. Because, I mean, oh, we, okay. we, yeah, we were about two years behind originally, and now we've sort of caught yeah, up. I'm trying to so we're about two years behind. See when it came out here. came out here 2000, oh, wow, October 2012. Just between the fact that it's only a year between them and the fact that it sounds like it might as well be the same game, it's sounding very annualized. They've said this is the last one. <laughs> um, you know, ah, and I mean, it's enough. kind of like, it's not necessarily coming out, um, you know, a year apart, really, because I mean, I think, when did it, um, this one come out in um, Japan? I'm sure it came out. The, okay, this one came out this year. Last year, I think all Japan got was Leighton versus Phoenix Wright, and the year before that, they had Leighton and the Miracle yeah, Mask. Yeah, so Miracle Mask just took ages to come here, and that's kind of distorted it, you know, like. Yeah, it's just a symptom of the time that each one's taken to localize. Yeah, and I mean, they—I think they planted this trilogy from the start because it's the end of the prequel trilogy. So I always thought the movie was meant to be part of the prequel I trilogy. I think it is as well. Then, but then, I mean, then given the ending to um, Miracle Mask, they they set that up for something yeah, else. Anyway, I mean, um, I guess the cool—the only cool thing is you know you could kind of travel. You travel to like you know all over the world now, so it kind of gives it a bigger scope than the other games, which would be. Oh, I saw on sorry, I saw on the ad for on the um trailer for it, it had like Australia and go to Tasmania and it was like some really Darrow looking bumpkin sort of thing. That is what Australia probably Tasmania looks like. No, well, no Tasmania. Offense, I've never been to Tasmania. <laughs> I hear it's beautiful though, so maybe I'm lying. Maybe they're well, they're probably lying. As I said, like you know, it kind of gives it that kind of sense of scale because you know the previous games you know would usually be in you know, like a village or the yes, curious village. village or like Miracle Mask was in like you know this kind of Paris rip off kind of town. Um, which Nintendo are, Oh, like a circus sort of thing. A lot. Now they think it's Pokemon as well. But, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's If you like Leighton, you'll love it. You know, you've got, I think it's got freaking 500 new puzzles as well, apparently. So there's a lot to get through. But um, it's it's really got to the point now where you need to be in it for the story to keep enjoying it. And that's pretty much what I'm there for. So. I'm the same. I'm looking forward to getting it when I get a chance. But yeah. I, I've I've... See, I, I want, I mean, as you said, it is getting to a thing where it's just, you know, it's, it's an annualised like, thing now. It's like, it'd be nice for them to have, to give it a break for a while, because they've, this one sold really poorly in Japan, because I think everyone's just sort of sick of it, which is, it, it sucks, because it was such a great franchise when it started. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, it's... And I, I don't think any of the games have been bad, it's just been more of the same. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, I mean, I I do recommend it if you're a fan, but I think that maybe you know if you've only just played Miracle Mask, it might be a little bit too much. You get burnt out. But yeah, that's all I'd love to say about Azran Legacy. So I guess we'll move on to Jet Rocket Two. I haven't played it. <laughs> I played the first one. I actually played the first one quite a bit now that I think about it. But um, what did you think, Brian? Jet Rocket Two. It's. I mean, I, I okay, played a little but, bit of Jet. Before we go ahead, is this on, is it on 3DS or Wii or Wii U? Yes, it's. It's on 3DS. And the first um, one was on WiiWare, correct? Because I yeah. played that a lot. I'm yeah. pretty sure it didn't come out anything else. Yeah, it was an amazing looking game, the first one on, on, on WiiWare. Just, I mean, for, like, WiiWare has a pretty big, pretty strict file limit on it. So what they were able to do was, was kind of amazing. And, and um, how do you pronounce the company's name? Uh, uh, Shinin. Shinin, yeah. I 
Yeah. Shinen. I mean, Shinen do some amazing work with limited technology, like the the nano assault games and um, just some other stuff. They they do really impressive, like mind blowing graphics for for what kind of hardware they're pushing. Did they do fast racing league as well, or am I? Thinking... Yes, they did. Yeah, because that that looked really amazing considering the file size limits as well. Um, but yeah, that, they they make really good looking games, but I don't know if they make really good games. If that makes sense. Jet Rocket was like, you know, it kind of scratched that. It kind of felt like one of those, you know, those kind of platformers like Banjo-Kazooie yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like those kind of old school. Kind of scratched that itch. Like it wasn't perfect, but it kind of gave that same feeling. But my feeling on that was that it was just a bit bland. Yeah. Well, that's, I remember when I reviewed it, I said, you know, it's kind of like Mario but without the, it still feels, feels like quite generic kind of. There's no... Yeah. It's not visually distinct enough to be interesting. I don't know how to... That's exactly what I'm getting from the sequel. I mean, like, the sequel, it's sort of like, almost... I mean, I finished the first world, but like, the first world looks a lot like the original game, um, and it's sort of split up into, like, three sort of different games. Like, you have a mix of just standard 2D platforming levels, and then you've got levels which are pretty much feel the same as Super Mario 3D Land. And then after you've finished all that in a boss fight, you've got like this sort of jet ski sort of mini level thing to get to the next game. And I think this this game's been all over the place because it was originally announced as like Jet Rocket Ski or something. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then, and then they said, oh no, it's going to be a normal platformer. And then they showed it and it was a 2D platformer. And I think people weren't happy with that. They wanted sort of a 3D platformer again. So they've sort of made the 2D levels and then these 3D levels. And yeah, just, just looking at of... the images, there's like, you know, I've opened, I just opened up four images and they're all different. Like, it doesn't really... Yeah. It's like trying to do I too mean... many things and, like, it's not focused enough, yeah. maybe. I don't know, I haven't played it, but... I think, yeah, no, no, I mean, like, the 2D levels just, you know, feel like, you know, a 2D platform, okay, there's a jetpack and stuff to dodge. The 3D levels are good because there's nothing else really like that other than Mario 3D Land. Mm. Um... But, and the skiing yeah, like it's like Wave Race, but not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's Mario 3D Land. I mean, it's the same as you said with um the review of the first one. It's like a Mario game, but lacks the Mario character. And it just... I don't know. I mean, I'm only one world in. It might... I don't know. They might add some more twists and all that to it, but... I mean, for the it just price... Feels bland. Oh, yeah. It's, you know... It's, how it was, much is it? It was like... Okay, like... Six US. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, as as we said before, it's not out down here yet. Apparently, they're working on getting it um, released, which I think is a bit stupid because they made a big deal of about it, um, big deal about it, apparently in the Nintendo Direct, and then it's not even out in Australia. Mm. It's like, well, that's great. Um, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's sort of it's a bit heartbreaking looking at them because you can see they can make really good games, mm. technically impressive games, but they just sort of need that little bit extra work to sort of get that, I don't know, I want to say Nintendo polish on it just to make it like a, the only reason this is going to be memorable is because it's boring. It's pretty scathing. You know, you, <laughs> this heaping praise. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you, you know, you know, you, you can have a game that's memorable because there's just so much going on and you just can't forget it, but this is like, it's memorable because there just wasn't a lot going on. I, I guess. I know that sounds really harsh, but it doesn't, I don't want it. How's the, is it 60 frames per second? I don't notice that stuff. Oh. I, I didn't notice any stuttering. So okay, is the 3D is good. Yeah, 3D is good. No ghosting at all. Um, I mean, it looks beautiful, and it's just one of the most amazing things I've seen that's come 
from an eShot game. But I mean, that that's Shinin. I mean, they they make amazing looking stuff. I don't know. I mean, I I wish I kind of wish they'd stick to more sort of the fast like like the Nano Assault games and the ones that don't need any character. Mm. To get by, because when you're trying to do a 3D platformer, you sort of need a character to sort of just make it a bit more interesting. Yeah, I. I, I, I mean, I don't want. I mean, I feel bad because I'm sounding really negative. It's it's a fun little game for the price. You can't complain, but it just. I. I it's just not going to blow your mind. Yeah, it's it's the last thing. Like, if Nintendo bought any studio, I'd love them to buy these guys because I think with what these guys can do, plus that little you know that Nintendo sort of charm, they would make amazing games. So yeah, I yeah. I like it, but yeah. I mean, I yeah, I I, I think it's just, it sounds like it, not only does it you know have that kind of generic problem, like it's not distinct. It also yeah. just you know it's kind of has this. It's all over the place. Like it doesn't know what it wants to be. It's got this like identity crisis. I mean, I'd I'd give it a three out of five because it's just average. Mm. It looks great, but yeah. Maybe maybe they'll. I mean, we'll see what happens. What they're doing next. I mean, that racing game you guys talked about probably. Speaking of Wii U, um, well, probably the, I mean, I think this is, this is the, I didn't even know this was coming. Um, the Wii Sports Club for Wii U has also hit the eShop, and it's one of those games that Nintendo are kind of experimenting with in terms of pricing. So, I believe when, once again, once you open it, you get a 30 day trial to try it out, and. Nope. Huh? Nope. 24 hour. Oh, okay. A 24 hour trial to try it out, so that's, um, and then you can buy the sports separately. Or you can just buy a day pass. So whenever you want to play the game, you just pay, I think it's $3 or $2, I'm not sure. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. And you can play whatever sports you want for a day. At present, only tennis and bowling are available. And both of them are playable online. And also, just sorry, just when, when new games come out, your 24-hour free trial resets. Oh, okay. So you can try So you get 24 hours for all the games yeah. again. So basically, you get the chance to try each game once, I suppose, yeah. technically. So yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that pricing method is kind of, um, I mean, I think we spoke about this a few podcasts ago, but the last podcast. Yeah. I think it's a good idea because I feel like, you know, with Wii Sports, you know, it's one of those things you kind of only play when you've got mates over or something. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would sell terribly well if it were a full priced $80 game or something, unless it was bundled with an accessory exactly. or something like that. But yeah, having it for a couple of dollars, you can just play it and. No, it's probably not the go-to party game anymore, but you know, it's worth a try for yeah. a couple of years. I think they've had leaderboards or communities or something similar. Um, there's well, okay. Look, I've actually, I mean, I've been mucking around with it. Um, I actually bought bowling. Um, I had like remember that Net- Nintendo Network Premium stuff. I had like a whole bunch of credits with that. And, oh, I better redeem them. So oh. I um picked up bowling. Um, and I mean, I had a bit of a muck around with it. I didn't play it for terribly long because it's like, yep, this is. But- Wii Bowling. Yeah. Um, does it play the same? Like, the same remote, everything? Well, I never played... Because was Wii Bowling on... Because I, I, I've actually never played Wii Sports Resort. That had all the original games on no, it. No, the bowling it? was on Wii Sports. Yeah, but Wii Sports Resort had all the original games with motion plus controls. Not bowling, I don't think, did it? Oh, but I do remember some of them... No, there were some on there that were, like, retooled with motion plus. But I can't remember. Okay. But, um... So I mean, because I th- I feel like it probably might not be because um bowling I was always thinking it really needs to be with Wii Remote Plus because it was always so easy to screw up that game or like game the game to get uh, get strikes. 
So uh, Wii Motion Plus would get rid of people being able to do that. I mean, I'm probably the worst person to talk to about Wii Sports because I didn't even play that for like a few months after I originally got the Wii. I was just playing Twilight Princess and other stuff. Um, so I've played hardly any of it. And how does okay? But I think I mean, the I, most like I think the, the thing I want to know most is how do they use the gamepad if if at all? I don't know. I didn't even look at that. I was just using the Wii Remote. From what I'm aware, you can like select custom phrases that the game already has for you to like, like if someone like with playing online if someone bowls a nice shot you can use a like a phrase that's already been put in there so like nice shot or bad luck or you know positive happy messages that Nintendo from Nintendo's approved senses and whatnot. And um, I know that like when they do golf they're gonna do it the same way as the um the do you remember the tra- very very first trailer for E three where they had the Wii pad the game had on the, uh, yeah, on the ground. Golf. I know yeah. that's what they're doing. But. Um, and baseball, you'll be able to, I think, pitch with it. I do not, yeah, baseball and, will have, um, the gamepad has a, like a planning system or something, so you can plan where your people will run, yeah. I think, or something like that. So that's oh, a little okay. bit more. And, you know, and that way, you know, you can plan your strategy without the other person knowing, which can, you know, adds a bit to it. See, I mean, they've, they've, they've ported the two that, that bowling and tennis, the ones that needed the least work or that they could do the least yeah. with. Um, and I mean, I'd say they were the most popular two sports as well. Like, yeah. They're the only ones I, I spent any time with on the first game. And I mean, I, I, the reason I got bowling is because I mean, like, I couldn't really see myself playing tennis online just because I'm not, you know, whatever. But bowling online, the idea of playing that in leagues, it, it kind of interests me. And from what I mean, I played a few games online, just matched up to random people, and it just seems fun. And then you can some uh, one because it's all sort of redone a bit. The whole. Um, like the graphics are HDRized, um, if that's a word, and the whole bowling lanes look a bit more live and interactive, and you see your opponent standing in the background, and you sort of see them on the big screen above the bowling alley and all that, and if you, like, while the other guy's bowling, if you just start shaking your Wii remote, your me will start jumping up and down and doing stupid shit. So you can sort of see everyone else just mucking around in the background. Mm. It's just little touches like that, and... I know, and then I've not really had a look at the whole, the way leagues and all that works, but you can play f- um, in like a local area. I tried looking for a local game in Australia, and surprise, surprise, there weren't any at the moment, so I just went worldwide, mm. um, which I got so a game. So does online work well, or? Um, I'm probably the worst person to ask about that, because I'm living off 4G wireless at the moment, and it dropped out after my oh. like, first set. Of course. So... I'm thinking that bowling is probably a not exactly high intense thing that needs you know very accurate that, wireless or very accurate internet anyway. That's why I got because I thought you know that'd be fun. As long as you get the actual you know the end result, the rest doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah. The, um... I mean, look, I think this is I think it's a great idea. I mean, if if you like Wii Sports and I mean the idea of playing them online is I can see that really appealing to a lot of people. Um, I'm hoping maybe that Nintendo just sort of starts bundling this with the Wii U. Because, I mean, it's a free download anyway, so just include like a 30-day trial to Wii Sports Club with the Wii U. That'd be pretty... I mean, I think that'd be a good idea. Like, as I said last podcast, I, I, didn't, I don't... I'm not 100% sure if the large majority of people who were, who loved, were hooked in by Wii Sports for the Wii would be not savvy enough, but, you know, confident enough to go on the eShop, download the demo and activate it and stuff as compared to... Well, it actually it actually automatically downloads your systems via SpotPass. If you, if you have enabled it. And even then, it's just like, it only downloads a tiny part of it. The first time you open it, doesn't it have to have, like, a 
one and a half gig patch. Well, someone, some, someone, from what someone I understand, buys a Wii U, turns it on, it downloads via Spot Pass, and say, "Oh, Wii Sports." They click on it mm, and true. then it downloads. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it does mean they don't actually have to go to the eShop and do anything to actually get into it and get into that twenty-four hour trial. I, I think Nintendo's done the right thing with this. Like, there's no way that they're going to catch that Wii U, that that Wii Sports Lightning in a bottle with Wii Sports again. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah definitely. And they go, well, look, look, this is probably the best we can do of it, guys. Let's give it out this way. And for people, I mean, they probably are hardcore and quotation mark gamers who like Wii Sports, and this gives them a way to play against others online. Yeah, true. I mean, I. I remember, I'm glad it's online. I wonder if it does work. I wish that we had someone who knew better or had better internet. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, Vuk was positive in his reviews yeah, about it. I remember, it. you know, Namco and stuff did say that they were very, um, what's the word? Like, they were very careful to make sure that it worked properly. Because especially with tennis, you've got, like, you know, you've got four different people's movements to track all at once, exchange the data and stuff. So there's mm. a lot of data being, you know, sent. But, I mean... It probably should still work fine, and it sounds like it does based on the book's review. And I mean, you got like Meverse integration with it all, so there, there is a lot of extra stuff to it. And for what ten dollars or whatever it is per mm. game, that's not bad. I mean, like, I'm not going to buy tennis, so I mean, I don't need to pay like fifty dollars for all the games. I can just buy one or two. I'm probably just going to buy this and golf and maybe baseball. How much are the games sports separately again? Sorry. Um, I'm on the UK shop, so they're about five bucks each. I'm not Definitely. sure what the Australian yeah. price is. Probably, probably eight to ten. I'd, I'd assume. Which you know, that's about how much a Super Nintendo game is on the Virtual Console. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's cool that they bought it. You know, to oh. Wii U. For... Okay, apparently thirteen dollars Australian for each sport. Yeah, I mean, Wii Sports was thirty bucks when it came out. Secondly, so well, not... yeah, I guess that's all right. Especially with, you know, online stuff. But... And I mean, there is, and the whole thing with the $2, um, apparently $2.60 for 24-hour pass, which is great if you just want to play it when friends are over. Yeah, true. That's, I think that would be the way that I'd do it. But yeah. Um, yeah it looks nice. So, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Another nice thing. HD. I promise we'll have more games to talk about next week. Yeah, it was a very um, was a, yeah, and that that brings us to the end of uh, the games we talked about. So I mean, it's been a very very low key. Episode. We'll go back to another break, and we will return after the break. stuff. Um, the latest reviews have hit our site finally. Um, Beyblade Evolution, Wii Sports Club, and we're going to do the sports separately since you can buy them separately. Um, so tennis and bowling, they're both up now for um, for your reading, I guess. Um, and I finally got around to finishing my Ace Attorney review, which is a little bit late, but I suppose better late than never. As well as Sonic Lost World for Wii U. So all of those reviews. I need to I need to finish off the Batman review. Yeah, I'm now up on the site. And we've also got Batman coming soon. We've got Zelda, Mario, which are the big, big ones for this year, I suppose. Um, and I think that might be about it for reviews. On top of that, be sure to visit the site because we've just put up our Link Between Worlds price roundup. So if you want to see if you can get that game cheap, um, you can. Um, I believe the cheapest they get now is about 49 Ever since they lowered the price, it's... 
pretty hard to get them any cheaper. But if they are any cheaper, that's where you'll find it. Um, uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, join the forums, follow us on Twitter, and especially leave a review on iTunes so that we can know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad. Um, we do like the criticism here. It's constructive. Um, and, yeah, all the links are available on our front page, which is www.books.net, just like book, but with a D. And I guess that's it for this episode, so we'll see you in another fortnight. A much bigger fortnight, mind you, so stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye.